You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 618 Audio. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome to my Mac podcast number 618 or 618 or 6 and then a 1 and then an 8. I don't really In care how do the numbers. Yeah. Um, well, there's nothing here, but I'm on. That's all I'm going to say. How are you guys? <laughs> oh, man. There is so much going on right now. I mean, work, work has been a nightmare. We've got. As uh, it, what, what's, what's the, what is this work you talk of? Well, well, Mr. Vacay, I guess, uh, you know, some of us actually have to do things we don't necessarily want to, to earn cash to exist on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't have to do, uh, I don't have to do that sort of sordid thing. What, what are the <laughs> poor people doing? You know, I, I think I'll go to Mallorca. <laughs> I, I get, I get people to do that. I have, I have people that do that work stuff. Ah. <laughs> And and what's worse, it's like Microsoft SharePoint stuff. So, oh, I know, yeah. I know, and and I am not trained at all. We now we 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 use a lot of SharePoints um, at work, and yeah, oh dear, sometimes they can be useful and they can be okay, but most of the time, I just think, oh yuck, well, yuck, yuck for yuck, for yuck, the yuck. for the way we use it, it's actually very useful, um, and I don't want to. I actually, oh no! It's I useful. Can't oh no! I'm going to say. I'm going to say. No, no. Of course, it's useful, but it's just not very. The UI is just not very nice. Oh no! You know? No, no. Especially if you're yeah, trying yeah. to create content with it. Oh dear! Yeah. yeah anyway, as a content management system, uh, you know, mm. use WordPress. You know, really. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not always an option. Uh, the other thing that I got going on, uh, Peter, now we're recording, it is Saturday, August 13th, and Peter will be moving to Fredericksburg on this coming Monday. So Monday morning, uh, he's going to drive me down. I'm going to pick up the truck, uh, load it up, move all of his stuff down there along with his, his girlfriend's stuff down to Fredericksburg. And hopefully within a very short period of time, he'll be going back to school. But we'll see. And then, of course, at the end of the month, uh, Guy Jr. is moving to Boston. So I'll be doing lots of truck driving. Where's Carl Madden when you need him? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Tips don't, and pointers. Don't say, don't say that. It, it'll, it'll say I'll do some very good rates if you want to, you know, fly, fly me out there. And yeah. Over, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go and do that. Well, I don't think I, uh, I, I want to spend the kind of money that it would take to fly Carl over here to the States. That would be just a little expensive, I think. Yeah, but it'd be worth it. Well, I'm, I'm, see, see, Carl you see, Carl, so. I'm trying for you here, mate. I'm trying for you. <laughs> He's so, he, he, he'd do such a good job for you, guy. He really, yeah, it would be too expensive. No, don't do it. <laughs> okay, well, now, while I've been all busy working, you've been doing something else. Basically, I've been driving on the incorrect side of the road oh so the u.s side of the road <laughs> yeah the incorrect side of the road uh down oh, you, very mean, you narrow. mean the side of the road that most of the rest of the world drives on yeah which is incorrect um, okay got it <laughs> yeah um down some very narrow lanes very narrow mountain passes and it's been great fun absolutely great fun i've been frightening the life out of my wife and generally <laughs> cars coming in the other direction oh now, now this we, was we, this was over in mallorca ma, 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 mallorca mallorca yeah yes yes or the water in majorca don't taste like what it ought to. i've that, never that's heard a, that, that before that's 
that's a reference to a UK advert for a certain alcoholic drink back in the 70s. So if anybody knows what that advert is, you can um, you can probably uh, send us in an email or a tweet and tell an us. An email I- from Guy. Yes. Anyway, I've been on holiday, folks. <laughs> lucky me. Lucky me. Lucky me. Well, did you have a good time? Fantastic. It, the sun shone. Um, we swam in the sea. I took the GoPro, used the GoPro, already uploaded the videos, took some slow videos of me diving and doing backflips off a platform out in the sea. Um, yeah, it was oh, great, nice. fun. great fun. Great fun. Uh, I'm jealous. Of course, I was, yeah. you know, I can't say too much since I was just down in Florida. But every, you know, every time I come off of a vacation that I've spent like at the beach, I get home. And the first day that I go back to work, I I, I sound like like uh, Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> eh, eh. Yeah. I'm really yeah. happy to be, I'm so happy to be back. Yeah, here. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. We actually uh, like coming back a little bit early so that we get back into the routine of being in our, you know, back at home. And then you're kind of setting yourself up for the work. Whereas if you come back like on the Sunday, you've got to go to work. <laughs> you got to go the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's too, well, that's too me, much me, for me. Let me look at this 250 emails that built up while I was gone. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, shall we go to the recent articles? We probably should. So the first <laughs> one is, which Gaz just put in right as we were beginning to record. Tech no, I fan, didn't. No, I didn't. Well, sort well officially as we were getting ready to record no 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 this is this is the first one i've put in an extra one but it's at the end see these are the things that confuse me (laughs) you'll see you'll see when we get to the end (laughs) i know well i don't but (laughs) we'll go ahead anyway tech fan number 265 which is from last week so it wasn't what gaz put in old tech (laughs) by tim roberts rim Robertson. (laughs) Owen Rubin joins Tim this week to discuss old technology. His, or actually Owen's review of the Tenda Powerline Adapter Technology and Bootlegging in Asia. I don't know what, I think that's supposed to say Asia, but it says Asia. Yeah. Asia. I prefer Asia to Asia. Um, (laughs) Caseable. Caseable laptop premium sleeve. This is a review by Mr. Nam Segri. Uh, if you Nam want your Mac- I disapprove of this message. See? Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. If you want your MacBook Pro to have a colorful, padded home away from home, Caseable has a solution with their many laptop premium sleeve designs. They're creating artistically designed neoprene cases for MacBooks and other computers that will dazzle some people and shock others whose favorite color is gray. (laughs) I looked at one called Tropic Fun and knew I will never misplace this sleeve. The designs are vivid and cheerful. And uh, next up is the one more Bluetooth over-ear headphones, the MK802. This is a review by Namjimo. This is Namjimo. What's the message? The one more MK802 headphones achieve the impossible. Excellent sound, both with cable and wireless Bluetooth. Great low price. Solid and stylish build. Comfortable ear pads. Three position bass control. Overall, best value and audio for over-the-ear headphones. Go on over to the website and read that, but it won't sound like that. Oh, I, I, I was slightly confused, but now I see. One more IB-free Bluetooth in-ear headphones. <laughs> this is a review by Gam Nesgri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove oh. of this message. It's a different person. Yeah. Crystal clear audio and a comfortable ergonomic fit makes these Bluetooth earphones a pleasure to use. They pair easily with my iPhone, that's Sam's iPhone, and have a typical wireless Bluetooth range of 30 feet. Sam uses them paired with the phone on his bike's handlebars and they never lose a signal. He's also used them around his house with good results. 
the sound quality is very impressive. Go over uh, to the website and read Sam's review in its entirety. Okay, this next one, this this is going to be a problem. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this, but I'll try. I'll try. Uh, next up is MyMac.com Spotlight developer Xavier um, D. Cooper, D. Kuiper, D. Cooper. You say D. Cooper. I say D. Kuiper, D. Cooper, uh, D. Kuiper. Let's call the whole thing off. off. I'll just call him Xavier. Who are yeah. the people behind the technology that we love so much? Each week here at MyMac.com, we will spotlight a company developer or person that supports Apple users by asking them to answer seven questions. This week, we turn our attention to Xavier D-E-C-U-Y-P-E-R. Developer of One Highlighter. Tim did that. Go on over and listen to it. Read it. I mean. Why is that not playing? Oh, you said Tim, and I pressed the button, and there it, it didn't play. Okay, Waterfield Designs, Duo Dop Kit. This is a Nemo memo by Mr. Nom Gimo. This is Nom Gimo. What's the message? Waterfield Designs in San Francisco makes world-class cases for tech and personal gear toiletry totes are among their latest releases i have been using this new product for travel it is versatile and good value says john so it's like a portable toilet then i'm not saying go over and read <laughs> next up is the w2 apple watch stand this is a review by bert clanchard this is bert clanchard and i approve this message thank you every so often a product comes along that just works the W2 watch stand is such a is just such a product. At night, you keep your Apple Watch on your nightstand to charge it, use its alarm functions, and utilize its nightstand mode. This beautifully designed title, little stand blip, this beautifully designed little stand <clears throat> allows for all of that. Go on over to the website and read it. Kanex HDMI adapters for Apple TV. Wait, hold this on is a, a second. You know, John is freaking on fire this week. <laughs> Kanex HDMI adapters for Apple TV. This is a Nemo memo by Mr. Nom Jimoroski. This is Nom Jimo. What's the message? Here you go. Kanex develops electronic devices for personal, commercial, and educational use. These two HDMI Adapters make it possible to have a good image clarity on older monitors and television sets, along with modern sound quality. The adapters fill in the gaps between Apple TV and other streaming media devices, such as the Roku and the older TVs and monitors you may have retired to your storage shed. Go over and read the rest of the memo from John. Kanex HDMI <laughs> adapters for Apple TV. And next up. Uh, is the wait a second mind shift moose mind shift moose peterson well these can you imagine you're you're this guy in school you're a young young lad in school and someone comes up to you and says what is your name i'm mind shift moose peterson anyway uh, apparently he's done a uh, small camera bag mind shift moose peterson mind shift should, my my moose peterson edition small camera bag this uh. is a review by thale dorn the mind shift gear moose peterson edition small multi-purpose camera backpack bag is the ideal outdoor and hiking backpack for people who want to be away from the car you need a full complement of zip-up pockets and pouches for pro camera and other gear that requires a significant degree of protection. So go on over to the website and read that from Dale Thorne. Waterfield Design Cycling <laughs> Pouches. This is a Nemo memo by Mr. Nom Gimo. This is Nom Gimo. What's the message? Who else would Water have written it? Waterfield Designs in San Francisco makes world-class cases for tech and personal gear. Cycling pouches are their latest and greatest. 
John's been using two of their products for travel and cycling. They are versatile and good value. Go over and have a read about all <laughs> of the cycling pouches that Waterfield Designs produce. Well, don't cycle least, without Waterfields. At, at least the two that John's reviewed. <laughs> Last up, swear to God, tech fan number 266. This is the one I added. Yeah, well, I know. I'm. It actually, I was confused at the very beginning. No, actually, I wasn't right at the very beginning. But then you explained it in a clear and concise way, and it still didn't sink in until about thirty seconds later. Tech fan number two hundred and sixty-six, Glenn Reed, Tim, (laughs) interviews Glenn Reed, the CEO of Wait a Second Marathon Laundry Machines. Glenn has a fascinating history. At Apple and Adobe, and apparently Tide dishwashing liquid, or not, wouldn't be dishwashing liquid, uh, Tide laundry detergent. Though I made that up. Yes. Yeah, and it was I really stupid, so. so I won't say it again. Uh, if you would like to write for the Mighty Mighty My Mac website, all you have to do is contact John Nemo, and I'm not going to play it again. And you, he can be contacted at Nemo at MyMac.com. And very, very quickly, something that Gaz and I are kind of experimenting with because we haven't been getting a lot of feedback lately. So uh, we're going to remind people at the end of the first segment how to get a hold of us without all the crazy crap that we usually do at the end of the show. Uh, so real quick, if you wanted to get a hold of me for anything that we say or do, it would be Guy at MyMac.com and MacParrot on Twitter. Gaz, how can they get a hold of you? Gaz at MyMac.com or Gazmaz uh, on the Twitters. And how would they leave a segment that was going so well? They would leave a segment <laughs> by saying, <laughs> do you want me to do the standby? Yes, because I if do. you do. Well, that's a surprise, as I've already done it. Oh, you did? No. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. oh, oh, okay, okay, everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> everyone, please, <laughs> stand by. Oh, you, st- yeah, I have such yeah. a knucklehead. Stand by to stand by. Yeah. And we'll be right I back. Yeah, I screwed up. <laughs> of the Essential Mac and the Rampant Mumblings podcast. And this is Carl Madden of the Mac and Four Show podcast. You know what, Carl? No, never met him. But it's funny how many people ask. No, no, no. I mean, you know what we should do? Get better writers? Well, that goes without saying no. I think we should merge. Excuse me? Rampant Mumblings, Essential Mac, Mac and Forth should merge. Sounds messy. No, no, no. It'll be good. We can still have all the incisive news, views, and opinions of Rampant Mumblings and Essential Mac along with... Well, whatever Mac and Forth has to offer. Hmm. And what should we call this new monster? Uh, I mean, venture. Well, it's still essentially an Apple-related show, so why not How Do You Like Those Apples? Catchy, but does it essentially sum up what an Apple show should be about? All right, how about Get Your Apples Here, An Apple A Day, Chatty Apple, Happy Pie... Oh, oh, just Apple. No, we essentially need something that is more Apple-related. Monkey tennis. Huh? No, no, no. We just need something essentially Apple that lets people know we will essentially be discussing Apple-related things. You knuckleheads, just call your new podcast the Essential Apple Podcast for when people have essentially run out of good podcasts to listen to. Should have gone with monkey tennis. The G-Men, a show almost good enough to listen to. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. As promised, we have a special guest this week. It is um, my, my singing partner from MacStock 2016. Victor Cahiao, how are you doing today, Victor? I'm doing guy. I'm doing great. I'm glad you practiced my last name. You did a great job. Yeah, well, it was it was definitely necessary because I was like, 
what are you going to do? You know? And for, and this was, I promised, I guess, two shows ago that we weren't going to talk about Mac stock 2016 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this, this is kind of important, kind of special. Um, one of the things that they did was they, they set up a karaoke machine and I bet that was Barry. I bet that was Barry. It could have, it very well may have been Barry. And actually the very first person that sang was Don McAllister. He was the first, was he? He was was the the, first up. He was the first up. And oddly enough, and I know this will come as a shock to you guys, but he sang a Beatles song. Oh, well, there's no surprise. (laughs) (laughs) And he did a fine job. He did. He did. If I'm honest, I have actually heard. I heard it and seen it a little bit. And yeah, it did do it. It did, it did a better job than I could ever do because my singing voice is, well, it, 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 I lost it when I was about ooh, six months old, something like that. Well, then uh, at some point later in the evening, uh, Victor stood up and he started singing You Lost That Love and Feeling by the Righteous Brothers. And it, it just struck me that I had to go up, grab a microphone, and sing along and ru- with him. And, ru- and ruin it for him. No, no, we had a great time. Yeah. At one, I, th- at one point, he thought I was coming on to him. I mean, I don't know what went on there, but it was fun. It was fun. No, it's okay. Now, he, you know, I, I know should you. Know he's not, you're not my type. You should have known that already. <laughs> but you promised me dinner. Yeah, well, wrong sex, wrong uh, time, buddy. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Okay. Well, actually, what we're actually here to talk about is uh, audio and uh, now, Victor, you, 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 you don't do a podcast anymore, right? No, I absolutely do. I do oh, you podcast, do? Yeah, I do a podcast called Paratech. It's once a month. We interview someone from some industry. It doesn't matter what industry. And we talk about how they use technology in that industry. Anything from barbecuing meat to uh, space rocket scientists. It's a, it's a really kind of interesting podcast, if I must say so myself. Only once a month, but if you go back at the archives, there's some pretty cool interviews because it's not just about, you know, any specific piece of equipment. It's about technology and X. Well, I would like, I would like to find out how they somehow combined barbecuing meat with space technology. I think that that would be fascinating. Well, that's not only one show, but oh. we did do an entire show around barbecuing, grilling, meat preparation and tech. <laughs> so go check it out. It really is a fascinating. As a matter of fact, it's the most popular show I've done. It's very interesting. Okay. Well, there'll be a, uh, a link in the show notes to uh, Victor's podcast. And uh, now you did a, a previous can, can one I, on I, photography, sorry, can I ju- right? Yeah. Can I, can I jump in before you, before you move yeah. into, to move on to that one? Have you done any technology linked sports related ones, Victor, at all? Because what the reason I ask is um, over here in the UK, we, we play a game called rugby, rugby union. And they've always, you always see these little square um, pieces of equipment, which are sewn into the back of the, the shirts, which I'm sure they must have them in American football as well. And you can see that on the sidelines, they're using Max. It doesn't matter whether it's Max or whether it's PCs, but they're obviously tracking these guys um, mm. and obviously uh, making sure that they're, they've got, you know, they're right there running around the pitch and they're doing this, doing that, what, whatever they're doing. Um, so if you've done anything on that, I'd be really interested in that. Or if not, that'd be a great area to yeah, like uh, sports to technology. Fantastic yeah. idea. I'm going to go after it. That's a really good one that I hadn't thought of. So yeah, I will go after that one. I did do a gentleman from Britain who did uh, theater, musical theater, and he runs sounds and lights at the theater. That one was quite, quite a good one. So again, interesting show. It's terratech.tech is the uh, URL for that one. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Make sure we'll, we'll make sure to have a link in the show notes for that. Now, yep. when, when you record a podcast, now everybody seems to have their own different ways to mm. record. Mm-hmm. And, uh, some people rely on hardware. Some people rely on software. Uh, mm-hmm. where exactly do you stand and how do you, what's your, like, what's your setup? Well, uh, my current setup, I've been through every iteration of this that you can. I've been doing it since 2005. So, I've made all the mistakes, uh, all, all of that stuff. I'm still my making current them. Setup, oh, absolutely. If you're not making mistakes, you're not learning. So 
my current setup is very much founded on the fact that I just did this album and had to spend all kinds of money right. on some fantastic equipment. So currently I'm using a piece of gear called the Universal Audio Apollo 8, and it is a very, very high quality um, digital to analog converter with uh, mic preamps, some built-in um, what do you call them? Plugins that you can do some really neat things like you can emulate preamps from the 1970s and 80s compressors. It's it's a very complex piece of gear, about $2,500. I certainly Yikes. would not be using this if I was just doing a podcast, but it works well. And then I have this other just real fetish of microphones. I love microphones. Again, it just comes from the recording world. So right now I'm recording on an AKG C414, which is a mic that's traditionally used for vocals and horns on, um, you know, records, but I happen to like the sound of this mic. I got it last week and it really sounds great. Uh, but I also have, uh, yeah, I also have a, uh, electro voice RE 20, which I highly recommend that microphone has been used in the broadcast industry for 40 years. It's classic. It's about a $450 microphone, but it sounds great dynamic. So it doesn't pick up a lot of background noise. Great microphone. I also own a Mojave audio, uh, FET mic. It's the FET, uh, MA 301. Uh, this I bought specifically for the vocalist on the record. It's about a thousand dollar mic. Uh, so I have about eight microphones and I switch back and forth. Uh, and I just think a great microphone is a good start to any podcast. So that's what I use as far as hardware, uh, software. It depends. Uh, Audio Hijack Pro for something like this, Skype recording, that kind of a thing. I'll use Audio Hijack, split out the tracks um, so that I have independent tracks that I can work with later. Uh, I do most of my podcast production post-editing on Adobe Audition. I just find it to be a really easy to work with editor for cutting, uh, for adding specific um, effects like compressors, limiters. And so the workflow usually goes... I record the raw audio. I bring it into audition. I run it through, um, you know, one voice at a time. I run it through a compressor at about a two to one ratio. And then the threshold depends on how hot it was. I want to get uh, a nice, even sound across the entire show. You know, you shouldn't have to be playing with your volume knob. If you're listening to a podcast that I've done. Uh, and then when I'm done with that part of it, I use a de to take out any of the sibilance that comes from S's. Now, and so are, I, are these all like plugins into audition or are, are you using other programs after you've done your final mix? I am using plugins within audition. Some of them are built in and some of them are third party that I've paid good money for. Uh, the compressor that I use is by fab filter. It's a third party. Uh, the de that I use is the stock one that comes with Adobe audition. Uh, and then Finally, I use a limiter because at the end of everything, I want to make sure that my audio is compliant with the standards that have been set forth for streaming audio, which is if you're doing a mono podcast, your audio should be at minus 19 LUFS, loud Dutch unit full scale, or if it's stereo, it should be minus 16 LUFS. So I want to use a limiter to make sure that I am within spec. And so that when you're listening to my podcast, it's compliant with those specs, which lots and lots of people do not follow. And that's why you always have to keep changing the volume on podcasts as you listen to them. Yeah, I, I basically just use Levelator and have a, a pretty steady volume yeah, across the you know, board. The problem with Levelator, though, is it hasn't been updated for years. And yeah, it still does the job, but it, it certainly isn't a spec. Uh, if you, if you measure your uh, loudness on levelator, it's close. Uh, and it is better than doing nothing. So I applaud you for that. <laughs> uh, but, but because a lot of people do nothing, they do nothing. And so I'm just kind of anal retentive about that stuff. And so I, I just like, I like it to sound good. And it takes a few extra steps for a podcast to go from sounding okay to sounding really good. Yeah. I'm still working. I'm still working on that. Go ahead, guess. Victor. When when I first started, one I mean a a, a name from the past that um, I'm sure um, a lot of people will remember and and fully respect was Tim Verporten, and he he actually got me doing some recording 
um, mm-hmm. for his show uh, many years ago, uh, doing some app reviews. And he helped me no end to try and get the sound right. And he actually got me down the, the route of almost, and I don't know whether you've ever tried to do this. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'd love to be in a room where I could set this up, but I actually got a blanket and surrounded myself with the blanket so that it could muffle any of the echoes out of, you know, um, out of the room do you do you concentrate do you have a room where you've you know you've got the the walls so it's not the sound is reflecting or do you not worry about that do you concentrate more on just getting as close to your mic and having as good a, a pickup on the, on the mic mm-hmm. well because again of my music project i did have my room professionally treated which is not the same as making a room soundproof a lot of people get that mixed up having room treatment just me- means that you're putting Something on the reflective walls, because we record in rooms that are square, that have walls that are parallel, uh, instead of what would be ideal would be having walls built at a 45-degree angle. Well, that's not going to happen. So a little bit of root treatment goes a long way. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money, and it goes a long way. But when we're podcasting, you're right. If you just have a nice dynamic mic that has a very short polar pattern, and you record uh, close two or three inches from the front of that microphone, you're going to get what's called the proximity effect, which will cancel out just about anything that's really going on behind you. So that problem becomes less and less, guys. It really does. And yeah. Tim, Tim, like myself, um, we were both trained by Paul Figiani, who is uh, really still one of my audio gurus when it comes to spoken voice. Much of what I've learned, I've learned from Paul. I'm uh, reading his blog post, his G plus. Uh, editings he's an incredibly detailed oriented person who has taught me a bunch so that's and tim learned from paul as well so we very much Excellent. followed that same methodology well now yeah, how do I you did, go ahead i was, yes. I was just yeah i was just going to say i did i must admit i did try it once or twice by trying to just just kind of cope myself in an area i mean first of all it got too hot in the summer it was going to be a nightmare to try but actually the sound the sound difference was well, you could hear it just I mean, it's it was incredible that the fact you just covered or you stop that sound from reflecting off any walls. Or if you as you said, you get that mic where you just have to speak close up to it and, and it stops all that. But it was it, it just incredible how much of a difference making a small change in the way you sit, the way you position the mic, um, even the way you put the, you know, the computer screen in front of you. It's just, just incredible. So, you know, I can, I can understand why you'd, you'd get OCD on trying to record and having exactly the right sound. And it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that you've got lots of different mics, especially being a, a musician and, uh, you know, playing the sorts of mu- the sort of music that you do. Well, one of the most important things, and this is an easy one is, that people don't pay attention to is look at what is behind your microphone. Okay. Because what is behind your microphone oftentimes is what is causing those extra sounds. So, you know, if you're recording, don't aim the back of your microphone at all of your hard drives because it's going to pick up the hiss (laughs) from the hard drives. Don't aim your microphone at the very corner of your wall in your room where the two walls meet because corners build up bass reflex. And that's going right. to come back to the back of your mic. And unless you have an incredibly narrow field, uh, hypercarderoid microphone, some of that's going to be picked up. So what's right behind your mic is just as important as how close you are to it in front of it. And it's something we don't think of naturally. Now, how so, do you how do you record on separate tracks with Audio Hijack Pro into uh, audio into Audition? Well, well, I don't do it into Audition. I do it into Audio Hijack Pro, and it spits out a file, a dual mono file. Okay, so in each, my, right? All right, so in in do, now, are you running separate sessions in Audio Hijack, or is it all one session with different inputs? It, it's all one session with different inputs. Okay, and then you have a recorder connected up to each one of those inputs. Nope, it's the same recorder. It's just it's just basically recording to my hard drive as a split mono uh, file. That's all. Oh, okay. It, just takes, it, it takes a stereo file. The left side is one side of the call, you and Gaz. The right side would be me. Okay. Okay. Because I, I do it somewhat somewhat differently, and, and we, we, can, <laughs> <laughs> we, we can talk offline on, on how I do that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you 
was uh, a couple of basic questions on, on people that might be interested in creating a podcast or doing a podcast. Uh, first, microphones. Would you recommend uh, dynamic or or um, uh, condenser? Uh, dynamic, specifically the Shure SM7. Sorry, the Shure SM57 Beta. Okay. Well, uh, now you said SM7. That's also a uh, that, a, pretty, yes. a pretty good microphone. <laughs> it's a very good microphone, but it requires a very good preamp that gives you a lot of gain, which most of the audio gear that we all own can't do it. So great mic, not for the beginning podcaster at all. Okay. Now, with cost being a factor, mm -hmm. under, say, $100 for a, a dynamic microphone, what kind of microphone would you would you recommend? Mm, under $100, I would check out uh, SM58s are probably just under $100. Now, not the beta, just the regular plain old SM58 mic that's been used by every musician alive. $99, exa <laughs> exactly. SM58 LC, Carderoid voice microphone without cable. It's $100. And have you, have you ever tried the um, Audio-Technica 2100 USB? Audio-Technica 2100 is a steadfast microphone that's used by many, many podcasters, and I would definitely recommend it as a great uh, mic because not only can you use it at home, but you can also use it you know, with your iPhone with the correct interface. Yeah, that's actually what I was using. Oh, here we go. That's what I was using at MacStock. I had those. <clears throat> I had two Audio Technica twenty one hundred USBs connected up to a small mixer, and then when we were talking to Gaz, I actually was using my because iOS doesn't. You know, you can't do inputs to inputs and outputs to outputs uh, with some programs in iOS. So I actually mm -hmm. had my iPhone going out to Skype and gas coming in through that onto a different input onto a small mixer. And then he was actually hearing us through the iPhone microphone. Exactly. And for $79, I mean, the audio technical, uh, ATR 2100 became kind of the darling of the podcasting industry about six months ago. They were practically giving them away Christmas time. I think it was $60. And uh, I mean, you can't beat it for the price. You know, does it compare dynamically, you no. know, with something like a shirt? No, it doesn't. But boy, does it come close. Is it good enough for 99% of all the people? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, can, sorry, can I jump yeah, in with something else there? Sure. What about, stand, what about stands, um, Victor? Do you know, um, I know that some people will perhaps just buy um, a handheld device and, and perhaps try and hold it, and then they'll realize that that isn't going to work. So they'll perhaps get just a desk stand. Um, and talk us through some of the pitfalls uh, of that. I mean, one of the things that I found straight away is uh, if you've got a hard drive on your desk and it's whirring away and you put a mic directly onto your desk, hey, guess what's going to happen? Um, vibrations get pulled through the desk into the mic and that gets uh, fed back through uh, the sound. And you might not hear it until you you know listen to it back. And then so it's too late. What do you, yeah, what do, what do you recommend for people to, for stands if they really want to go at it? Well, I mean, if you really want to go at it, you want to get something like if you go to Heil Microphones and you look at their uh, broadcasting uh, stand, you know, I don't know the model number right away. It's the one I'm using right now. I think it's, it's kind the of PL2, something like that. Probably, probably in the, I don't know, $200 range, I would guess. Um, then you want to use a good shock mount. So even if you buy something like the, uh, you know, the Audio-Technica microphone, you know, spend another $20, get a shock mount that will take care of that vibration problem. And then you're fine using something like a $16 stage rocket, um, you know, bass drum tabletop stand that, you know, you can find that on Amazon for 16 bucks. It's got a little bit of a, a um, boom on it. And you put your, um, you know, you put your shock mount on that and your mic and you're pretty much good to go. Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to go to the aisle. You could use this $15 stand with about a $25 shock mount and that $79 mic and not have the uh, vibration problems you spoke of, Gaz. Cool. Yeah, the, the Heil one is the PL-2T. What does that run these days? Uh, 120 bucks over on Amazon. There you go. Not needed, but yeah. sure is nice to have. Yeah, they, sure there, are, there, nice. are, there are much cheaper, cheaper boom uh, 
but it, but what I'm what what I'm hearing um, you say, Victor, and um, uh, it, I, I might try it because I have got a desk stand, but I, it was I always fitted the mic directly to it. But I've I have actually got one of these anti vibration um, cradles uh, on the end of a boom stand, but I might just try and pop that onto my desk stand to clear yes. up the clutter a little bit. And uh, so you don't have to go all out. You can get a it, what I'm hearing, I suppose, is the fact if you can get a if you can go spend a bit of money, at least get a cradle um, to obviously help take those vibrations out. Yes, that cradle, that shock mount that can, you can get from ten dollars to fifty dollars somewhere in there is going to be a good good one. That's what's actually going to take care of your vibrations because the little elastic things absorb the uh, energy of you touching that boom stand. As long as you're not actually touching the microphone, yeah. <laughs> as long as you're not actually touching the microphone. Right. Right. And, and don't discount uh, a good chair. That's for guys. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. So yeah. let's, let's, uh, we're running kind of long. Let, let's quickly talk about software. Now you earlier, you mentioned, uh, rogue amoebas, uh, audio hijack program. Are you currently using the gen three of that or are you still on the older version? Um, you know what? I don't know. I'm probably on whatever the latest and greatest is. Yep. It's the three. Okay. Yep. And, uh, have you, have you looked at, there's, there's another program that they make that I actually use in my setup called loopback, mm -hmm. which makes yeah, I'm, I'm aggregate devices. Yep. So yeah, I absolutely. will do that. Now you can also do that just on your Mac, by the way, not sure. as flexible and not as easy as you can with that, uh, loopback. But you can absolutely take two devices and make an aggregate device under audio MIDI in uh, your um, applications uh, folder. There's a there's an application called audio MIDI that will help that will yeah, do that. audio MIDI setup. Yep. 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 And that will that will take care of uh, take care. Of, you know, and as it, it, I guess it really depends on what it is that you're trying to do with audio or what it is that you're trying to do with your podcast. If you have two people in the same room, then you, you could probably share a mic. I wouldn't recommend it, but you, right. you, you could, uh, if sure. you have two separate, say USB microphones, you could set those up very easily as, uh, aggregate devices or as a single right. aggregate device, or even with audio hijack, if you can figure out which one is which, cause Apple in, in their infinite wisdom, basically name, both of those devices exactly the same. Uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you could go into audio hijack and record those on separate tracks. So, you know, I mean, the, the tools are there and they're relatively inexpensive. Um, as far as the software goes, you, you actually don't even really need audio hijack because you could do the aggregate device and then bring that aggregate device directly into garage band. So there's Absolutely. two yeah. ways that you can do it right there. That that's not going to cost you any money outside of you already owning a Macintosh computer. It's all about convenience, right? I mean, I could do all yeah. of this on Pro, on Pro Tools. I could I could you know route the whole thing on Pro Tools. I can use. So it's just about convenience, you know, when it comes to recording raw audio, especially if it's just me. You know, audio hijack in three clicks. I'm going, and I know what I'm going to get. It's going to be consistent, uh, and, and that's what I like about it. I'm able to insert some of my plugins in line as I'm recording. So I don't have to do it later. And so basically what's coming out of there is darn near done other than a little compression and uh, right. a leveler uh, just to make sure it's consistent. That's all. Okay. Uh, Gaz, do you have any other questions? No, I, I think, um, uh, I mean, I, I know, uh, Victor from a long time. It, it was, it, oh, yeah. uh, you helped Adam Christensen. You did the typical Mac podcast, which I remember. And before that, did you do the typical, a typical windows podcast as well? Is I that, did. Am I, I right? No, that's right. I started as a typical PC user. That's uh, it. That, that's that was yeah, April of 2005. By December of 2005, I had switched over and that's when I started typical Mac user. I also did a photography podcast called typical that's Shutterbug right. as yep, well. Yeah. So I've been yeah, around so, this space for a long time. Yeah. So, so the, I think what I'm trying to say here to everybody is if you've got a subject and you're passionate about it and you enjoy talking about it, just record the equipment can almost come later. Uh, that's certainly one thing that Tim, um, Robertson, Tim Robertson, who, who's Tim Robertson? Um, <laughs> yes, Tim. 
And our Tim as well. Um, he says, just start recording. And if you've got something that you're passionate about, just start talking about it. And, uh, Absolutely. and then, and then, and if you find you're enjoying it, then you can start buying a little bit more of the equipment and, uh, you can do it, um, with basic software. Um, you can start to spend a little money, uh, perhaps get some secondhand mics and then, uh, start just putting the stuff out there. You'll get feedback. Don't worry. You'll, you'll get feedback. All right. We get lots of feedback. It's not always <laughs> good feedback, but we get feedback. <laughs> yeah we we just, just do deal it. with it just do it if you enjoy it that's the thing that's okay. the bottom line of this victor if people wanted to get a hold of you how would they do so well you can find me on twitter at v-i-c-t-o-r-c-a-j-i-a-o and i'm going to give you an address to a brand new website that i am just starting up and it's called reflections music services at reflectionmusicservices.com and i'm going to be providing all kinds of services at this website whether it's uh, music services, you want some music written for you, you want a post-production done on your podcast, you want composition, you want editing, all of these services are going to be provided by this new company I'm starting. Uh, and uh, that's a great place. You can use the contact page and get a hold of me there if you need some work done in the audio uh, space or the music space. And don't forget, uh, Victor also does the Terra Tech podcast. That's T-E-R-R-A-T-E-C-H. You can find that over on iTunes or any of the uh, the basic podcast directories, uh, which, whichever one you prefer. It'll be over there. And it, That's right. you know, because we're talking about audio, it doesn't have to be specific to a Macintosh. It doesn't have to be specific to Windows or, you know, whatever your platform of choice is. Chances are there's some way to record on it. That's right. And let me say just one more thing. I just recorded a CD that I'm very proud of. It's called oh, yeah. Surrender. And that's uh, found over at surrendermusic2016.com, contemporary jazz CD, all done on this equipment that I talked about here, all done on Max and completely produced, recorded, mixed uh, by me and my partner, Joe. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Well, Vic, thanks for coming on. My pleasure. And, uh, uh, you know, I got, I got to say, Guy. Yeah. That was almost a sensible middle section from us for once. I know. I'm, I'm actually very concerned. <laughs> Gas, oh, what is it? Bring some sanity into the show. That's a good. Well thing. done. Yeah, you've done. A, you've done a very good job. Gas, get <laughs> us right. out of here. Okay, everybody, stand by to stand by. This is a very sensible stand by to stand by because we'll be right back. to video games well check out one of the many club podcasts here on the stoplight network there's club nintendo club playstation club xbox and club steam whether you love mario love halo love crash bandicoot or just love some good old-fashioned pc gaming make sure to check out one of the many club podcasts here on the stoplight network these shows are weekly shows where we'll catch up on what we're playing what uh, new stories are on that platform this week and much, much more, all revolving around the wonderful world of video games. So check out Club Nintendo, Club PlayStation, Club Xbox, and Club Steam right here on the Stoplight Network. Forced Air Induction. <laughs> The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone back to the last section of the MyMac.com podcast. That was a great interview with Victor, don't you think? He's always worth, uh, you know, money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no, why we paid Victor him as much as we did <laughs> to be on this podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's brilliant with Victor is, he's, you know, he's, he's always got something intelligent to say, which is very much unlike us. Yeah. And, and not a bad singer either. Yeah. Apparently. Nice legs apparently. too. Nice legs. Yeah. I'm nodding my head. Gassy's tips. Mostly. Gassy's tips. Mostly. Gassy's tips. 
it's time for Gazzy's tip. Wow. Okay, now I'm going to give you a little cracker here. Okay. Do you do you use notes? Yes, I do. Do you use notes on your Mac as well as on your um, iOS device? By cracky, yes. Do you ever have a note that you just like to keep a little bit secure that you don't want anybody just to tap on and see, you know, if they open your notes and, you know, you can you can easily see all of the details within or the first few lines of that note or they can click on it and and just open it up very quickly? Well, oddly enough, every time I use the notes app and I click on one of my notes, regardless of where I am, I scream out the contents of that note. (laughs) Well, if you don't. <laughs> you know the share button that's on your notes on your iOS device. Yes, if yes, you, I do. If you click on that, one of the options is to lock the note. So you click on your lock note. You can then enter a password, um, and basically you can lock the note. And that locking goes through to your Mac, which you can also then utilize the locked note by entering the password that you use to lock it on your iOS device and vice versa. However, when you're on the Mac, you have to right click on the note and then you can hit lock this note. And then that locking um, password that you put in will flow through and lock the note on your iOS device. And then all you you do is you click. Sorry. I'll shut up. And then, then yes, will you let me finish? I will. Um, and then, and then what you can do is you, when you want to read that note, you click on it, and then it says it's locked, and you click um, view the note. You then enter in your password, and hey, voila, the note, as if by magic, appears in all its glory. Okay. If now, when you lock the note on an iOS device, can you unlock yep. it with your yep. thumb print or your thumb, uh, or do you have to enter the password? You- um, do you know i do you know i think that at this point in time um it i'm sure it gives yes you you can yes you've got touch id for notes you can use your fingerprint to enter your password to view that note so yes okay okay that was that was my question and i I have i have I haven't actually done that but yes it says that you can so uh hey voila the only thing is You've still probably got to put a password in because you can't yet do that on your Mac. Yet. Yet, he says. Anyway, I'm nodding my head. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Is that the uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? You know, there are times in Gaz's Tips when I just need to shut up and not speak at all. Oh. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You're nodding your head, guys. You, you are know, absolutely you, right. You know why I'm saying nothing? Why? Because I keep getting interrupted. Oh, so, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, guy, do you have an app pick for us today? I, I do. I do. I ran across this app, and when I read the description of it through the article, I thought, God, that sounds like this stupidest thing ever but i checked it out and downloaded it because it was free uh it's called little broken robots by dragon army and it's free with a a one-time app purchase of two dollars 99 cents to completely unlock the game and i have to say that that once i actually had it and played it and and saw what it was really about i was like oh this is brilliant this is it's the perfect little 30 second to five minute time waster while standing in line waiting for your double cheeseburger or whatever it is you're standing in line for. And if for whatever reason your time comes up before you finish the level, no big deal. Get out of the game. You come back. You're right where you started. Basically, you know, have you ever had one of those days when all you wanted to do gas was fix robots that were sad, low on power, frozen or thought they were pirates? Sure. Do you know, that that happens to me so often. <laughs> well, little broken robots will fill that void with easy to understand gameplay and puzzles that while challenging are not impossible to solve. I have had this this has been like my new favorite 
not a zombie game. That's incredible. I know. I you, know. You haven't you haven't spoken about zombies for such a long time. I know. I you know. I I kind of I. For, for a while, I was just like, every single week, it was like, oh, zombie, 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 zombie. And then <laughs> the, the games, then, number number one, the games started to kind of run together where it was kind of hard to tell one from the next. And there wasn't that much variation in in the way that these games were played. And or even worse, they became so complicated that you couldn't just pick it up, do it for a couple minutes and then put it down. At which point I'm kind of like, you know, great. You know, if if I'm in bed and I've got 45 minutes to go before I need to go to sleep, great. I'll break out a zombie game. But if I just if I just want a little time waster, yeah, yeah, I, I'm typically not doing a zombie games anymore. Cool. So li- you're just breaking and not breaking. You're mending little broken robots. Little, you're fixing little broken cool. robots. Okay. As I've been on holiday, um, I decided. Because we, we've never really been very good at sending postcards home. And, you know, failing, hand up, slap my wrist, we often forget or just don't get around to it. But this time I thought, right, I am going to send some postcards. Now, we didn't go out and buy a postcard, which are most often around one euro or one pound and then getting the post or more and then getting the postage. Um, what I did, and there are any number of these types of apps, they're like letter apps or postcard apps, or, you know, they, they can create documents. Can, can I ask you. something real quick? <laughs> yep. With these apps, I've never used one before. Yep. Once the data that you want to send is at the other end, do they actually send a physical postcard or a physical? Correct. Wow. Correct. Okay. So, so, so what I did was I got one of these apps. The one I got was called Inkly. And my, well, the, the link will be in the, uh, in the show notes. Now, all of these apps, what they do is they charge you to, um, to, to for basically a hard copy, um, with the postage on top. So you're paying roughly. In fact, I think it's slightly cheaper, but it's roughly around the same as you would to send a postcard. But the thing is, you can use your own pictures. So what we did is um, um, Mrs. G and I took a bit of a selfie with a fantastic view in the background. And then I, I wrote out the message that I'd got. I, I pasted in the um, the address from my, you know, uh, my contacts uh, and away it went. Now, I did this in the evening. Now, remember, I'm in Malaga, which is it's Spanish. So it's in Spain, but it's an island in the middle of the Mediterranean. OK, but that doesn't so, really matter, so does it? It's it's Spanish ish. Ish, Spanish ish. No, it's Spanish. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't that doesn't matter, does it? Because what they do is that they they print it off. And they send it and they, it got. So I sent this on the evening of Wednesday and it got to my parents on the Friday. So it, it was, you know, it turned it around pretty damn quick, put a first class post on it and it got it. And they got a really good quality print uh, with the message that I typed out on the iPhone perfectly. And so it really works well. I'd, um, and my daughters also that I sent one to, so they're really impressed with them. So Inkly is the one that I use, but there are numerous ones out there. They all give you a one-time offer. They charge you different rates for different types, but I was really particularly interested in postcards. So go out, get yourself a postcard app when you're on holiday next, or if you're going somewhere special and you want to send. Now, I, I, I'm going to give you a little trick here. We got some friends who once went on a very special holiday and they what they did was sent themselves a postcard from each of the locations that they went to. You know, so they got a postcard of that actual location and wrote a few notes on it and sent it to themselves. Now, when they got home, the postcards. Some had already arrived, but over the next week, because they'd been gone for about two weeks, I think, over the next course of the next week and a little bit longer, these postcards kept dribbling through the door of the place they'd been. And it was like a nice little reminder. So if you go somewhere, take a selfie or take a picture of wherever it is and send it yourself. Hey, you've got a nice little picture coming through the door. Nice little reminder. Nice little memento. Go for it. I haven't got shares in any of these companies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, well, one, one way that they, they've, they seem to have kind of dropped off was that uh, mine never showed up. <laughs> yeah. So they need to get right I, on that. <laughs> <that's good. laughs> 
It's because I didn't send you one. Guys. Oh. <laughs> I did oh. think about it though. Actually, uh, I did think well, about it. I don't it. think you could have sent it because but, you. I don't think you know my address. I think I do actually. Do let you me have just, my address? Let me just check. Uh, okay. Let me just check. I think just I say do. the first so, two numbers of my address. No, I'm going to tell everybody what your address. Is. <laughs> right here, right now. No, on I, the show. I've got it. I uh, no, no, I've got your work address. How the fuck are your work? Why address? do you have my work address? What's the first two numbers? Um, what the uh, the postcode? Yeah, two two. Oh no, 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 I mean of the of the address. Um, SA. Let's yes. not talk about this okay. on air, please. All right, all right, all right. Let's not we'll... talk about this air. Let's do this off air. <laughs> <laughs> we'll f- we'll figure this out. Um, yeah. Actually, I don't think the show is going to go for much longer because we have absolutely no feedback from anyone, That's anywhere. Good. Right. Let's move on then. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess. So, guy. Yeah. Guy, if 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 somebody did want to give you some feedback this week, how would they do it? Yeah. Yeah. Like they want to talk to me or something. They would send that to guy at mymac.com. That is my email address. Or they can find me on the Twitters where the uh, my nom de ple is Mac Parrot. And <laughs> you can send you can send a little message to Fearless Leader Tim. His email address, it's not his email. It's it's not really his email address, but he's the one that gets it first. Feedback at mymac.com. Gaz, how can people get a hold of you? Okay, ever so easy. What you have to do is send an email to gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z at mymac.com. Or you can contact me on the Twitters, which is twitter.com forward slash gazmas, G-A-Z. Stickers. No, just... (laughs) Oh, not both. G A Z M A Z. Of You can send an email to an email. You can send a Twitter to Guy and Gaz. It's G U Y A N D G A Z. Zombies. On the Twitter. <laughs> We've also got a Skype number, which is. You lie! You lie! If you're outside the US, it's plus one. <laughs> Zero seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. That's plus one if you're outside the United States. Area code seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Um you can also contact um our guest, which is Victor Cahial on the Twitters, which is at V I C T O R C A J I A O. Think I got that right? Cars. Uh, right. No, yeah, cars. Matter. No, that's not right. <laughs> And of course, his audio service, which is reflection, reflectionsmusicservice.com. And uh, Gaz, I think that's going to kind of wrap it up for this week. So I would like to say thank you to everyone who has downloaded either now, in the past, in the future. Well, maybe not in the future since you haven't done it yet. The MyMac.com podcast, both Gaz and I greatly appreciate it. And Gaz, I think. That Do you? Well, uh, barely. It is, <laughs> it is questionable. I think we're good enough. I think we're smart enough, and that is a bald-faced lie. And doggone it, people like us, which may or may not be a lie. Audio. You're <laughs> Nag. See, they have audio problems. <laughs> Rhino. <laughs> End. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can reach this and other great podcasts all on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, the Club Podcast, the Let's Talk Podcasts, OWC Radio, the Deeper Look Podcast, and the Mac Gist. And do they like take their livers out to wash them after a bad Saturday night? I think they take them out before they have the bad Saturday night because they didn't ah, survive. And then just kind of, uh, never mind. Um, so there is, because there is, there's Ireland, there's England. 
So there should be Welshland. I mean, that was my point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Welshpool, uh, Welshpool, I think, is where Wales begins, actually, apparently, according to the website. Walesland. <laughs> Walesland. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's where the whales hang out. Hey. Yeah, I'm not, not going to do a Welsh accent. I'm a whale. <laughs> now, this, this is how people in Wales speak. They go, hey, hi. Yeah, I'm swimming. I'm a whale. Ooh, look at me swim. Whale land. <laughs> oh, you're in such big trouble now. Oh, I don't know what is wrong with me tonight. I do. You haven't had your medication. Well, not yet, but you know, I have to. I have to take it with food, so I didn't have any right. lunch. You best be quick then. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, you ready, Vic? Victor? Yes, absolutely. And it's. I'm having a terrible time with your last name. It's Kahiao. Damn it. Kahiao. Kahiao. Right. Okay. 